Hi, my name is Manton. This is Timetable. So a couple days ago, I mentioned I migrated this podcast to be hosted on micro.blog. I think that transition went really well. The only slight hiccup is it took a little bit longer for the episode to show up in podcast clients because I had to update the URL for the podcast feed in Apple's podcast directory. I probably should have done that a little bit earlier than I did. I also added a redirect in micro.blog for one of the common podcast feed URLs, at least the one that I was using with WordPress so that it automatically redirects to the micro.blog podcast feed URL. I have a few of these redirects. They're kind of, they're not really documented, but I have a few of these redirects in micro.blog hosting to make migration easier for people. And at some point I'm going to expose those and allow them to be edited so that you can have your own redirect rules. But essentially I have some built-in ones that just kind of do the right thing with things like WordPress feeds making sure that old URLs work. And of course, if you import from WordPress, which I wasn't doing in this case because I wrote a script to import, but if you import from WordPress using the export file format from WordPress, micro.blog records all of the original WordPress URLs and redirects them all automatically. So a lot of stuff just works, but of course there's always room for improvement and moving this podcast over to micro.blog just showed me a couple other places that I can improve. So already a success, I think. I was happy to see the new episode show up and all the old episodes still work. So here we go. It is a very, very cold morning, cold couple days in Austin. I expect it'll probably warm up. It's unusual for early November to be this cold, I think. But I will be mostly at home today. I'm recording this podcast, two other podcasts, a couple phone calls to make, and of course a bunch of work. So it's kind of one of those days where I have going to be kind of on the phone or scheduled most of the morning, which is fine. I actually like to put all of that kind of in a row, you know, record one podcast and record another one right after, because it's just a nice block of time that can be used for one thing. And then I, when I need to sit down and actually work on programming and focusing and maybe writing, I'm not interrupted. Nice to schedule all those in a row. I'm not the first person to come up with that. A lot of people do that, but I think it's really, really helpful to put those together. There's probably a name for doing that. I rolled out some more improvements to Mastodon support and kind of related features and bug fixes this week. I expect to keep doing that probably on a daily basis as more people use the ActivityPub integration so that Mastodon users can follow micro.blog users and micro.blog users can find and follow Mastodon users as well. Now that that's opened up to the world, there's just lots of little edge cases and quirks that uh, I need to smooth over. It's really difficult, as I mentioned before, to test that stuff until it's live. So yesterday, uh, a couple of bug fixes people may not notice, but uh, also some that I think people will, improving how replies are threaded so that when you reply to posts, they weren't always connected to the right Mastodon conversation. And, and I, I, that's just going to work a lot better, as people expect right away, a lot of things did work really well. I'm not going to say I'm surprised, but it's it's a major change to micro.blog. If you don't use Mastodon or don't care about it, hopefully you won't notice, but it is a big, big change kind of under the hood. And so part of the improvements I made this week was things like just parsing usernames. So I had a blog post last week about the three types of usernames you can have on micro.blog. There's just the regular usernames like at Manton, and then there's the Mastodon style, which is like at username at yourdomain.com. And then there's the indie web, like just the way the web should work 
usernames, which is like at your domain name. And I'm going to continue to improve the support for that that last one in particular. So you can at mention domain names and it'll send a web mention to that site saying, hey, someone replied to you. You know, as more and more sites become kind of indie web enabled, um, that stuff will start to work even better. I rewrote the parsing almost completely of how the usernames work. It sounds simple, but actually accounting for those three different types of usernames, you know, there's different rules for that than I can't use like a Twitter username parsing library, for example. There's different rules that I have to accommodate because there's a dot or an at sign in the username. I also need it to work for like plain text and HTML with links. So I have kind of different logic depending on whether it's a, a HTML with a link to that person's user account and it does extra checks. And I won't get into the details, but rewriting that was kind of a big change. I think I tested it pretty well, but there's just going to be a lot of little things like that that are kind of under the hood improving how this all fits together so that it's seamless because when you start to mix these different kinds of accounts, there's a lot of weird things that can happen. So one of the big things with Mastodon support is it does require a custom domain name, and that requires SSL. You really want to have SSL enabled for all of those Mastodon activity pub connections between servers. So this was a really good opportunity to improve how custom domains work on micro.blog. It has always been a manual process to enable SSL for people, even though we offer SSL certificates for free. I am slowly starting to automate that more. It's not completely automated, but it's a lot better. And one of the things I was working on this morning was making it even better so that it automatically verifies your secure site, marks it as ready to go. And also now it will send an email when I deploy this change when SSL has been set up. So you don't need to email me. I don't need to contact you. You'll get an email that says, SSL is now enabled for your custom domain, whatever.com. It's still not quite as automatic as I would like, but I think it's getting quite a bit better. And if we tell people use a custom domain and have SSL and own your identity, like that just needs to be much, much easier. Some of this is outside our control because domain names are just difficult to deal with and you have to know how to configure DNS at your DNS provider. But I think we can make this a lot better. I'm looking forward to continuing to improve this. Thanks for listening today. Really appreciate your support. If you want to find past episodes of Timetable, go to timetable.fm. I also had a blog post a couple of days ago where I linked a couple of my favorites and I have a couple more in the queue plan that I think will be fun. Talk to you next time.